0: Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Aaron. And Aaron, I, I forgot how this whole thing works. We haven't done a podcast in so long. <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, so, I got to think of a joke. Um, oh, this is a, this is something that every gardener should know. Okay. Okay, you ready for this?
1: Yeah.
0: How many apples grow on trees?
1: All of them. <laughs> is that it's supposed you, to trick me? Smart.
0: You're too smart. You're too smart for your own good. <laughs> Aaron and Mike bring you into their world. It's not just chickens and the Angus herd. So take off your boots, relax, and go beyond the ranch. And we're back. That dog you hear barking is Lexi downstairs. She just turned 13 years old. She's an old yeah. dog and apparently somebody's at the door and she's barking at them so uh, but this is how life goes here at our wandering life where uh we never really know what's what's happening one day to the next but
1: yeah
0: um so i, I figured we start things out uh we haven't uh, we haven't done a podcast in like a month or longer maybe Probably like two months <laughs> but the last video that came out was the video uh, where we started on your grow room mm-hmm. which is taking the place of what kind of was the kitchen or kind of a utility room in the shop oh. I guess you know I mean what was yeah. that room
1: I mean we called Kilburn always called it the the kitchen, the kitchen. And and there it was, was a kitchen at one
0: point when the sales when the sales barn was there they would make meals and stuff in there mm-hmm. and they had an oven and I don't even know if a microwave was invented yet but they had an oven and a stovetop and stuff in there yeah, so the there, was, oven there was a was, gas line running there yeah the
1: oven was gone by the time we came, but there was just a sink and some, like, really gross, like, cabinets. And you told us cabinets out years ago. Years ago, yeah. But, and then we've replaced the sink, and and it kind of just became, like, we put my fridge in there, my commercial fridge, the first commercial fridge I had, and it kind of became my place. You would make calf bottles, and, I mean, it would become like a catch-all, like, just yeah, put it in and, the kitchen. And
0: storage, like, stuff uh, would just get shoved in there. So.
1: Shelves, and just...
0: Just so much
1: junk. Stuff. Like, the shop is a disaster. It's it's re-
0: all everything from that room is now out in the shop, and it's yeah, it is a disaster. And there's
1: a lot of stuff that just needs to be thrown away.
0: It does, it does need to, it's lots of weird stuff, too, that I found. I was like, Where did this come from? I haven't seen this in like years. Yeah, but Not you're a hoarder,
1: it. too. Like, there's a lot of stuff that you saved and put in there that, like, I found a lot. For some years. of it's
0: kind of cool. Like, I found uh, like an old tricycle from like the 30s. Yeah, that's uh,
1: you neat. know,
0: that's kind of neat. I saved but that.
1: that. didn't need to be in the kitchen,
0: well, it need to be somewhere <laughs> Where else are we going to put it? I don't know. It has to be stored somewhere. Anyway, uh, we had that video come out, and obviously, um, you know, people comment on videos. And, really? Yes. And the uh, the big one this, this week on that video uh, was apparently we created like a magic bullet kind of situation because people saw the sweatshirt that I was wearing in that in that video and that sweatshirt i've got it right here is is obviously covered in paint the the wagner Everything power painter that i had sweatshirt. i know the wagner power painter that i had uh malfunctioned and doesn't work and it was squirting paint all over the place but the magic bullet portion of the whole thing is that people were like wait a minute this the shirt is covered in paint why is there no paint on your hat? So now there's a conspiracy running around that apparently uh, maybe somebody else was doing the painting, maybe there was some sort of magical uh, thing that happened with the trajectory of the, of the paint flying out you of the- You just took the, your hat off. I took off. my hat off, really. I mean, yeah, I mean, th- and you can see it, there is, a, there is a shot where I'm painting the ceiling, and I'm not wearing my hat, because obviously I, I am going to ruin a hat as well as a, as a, as a sweatshirt, I'm still gonna I get yelled at. S- yeah,
1: I'm going to scold you for your clothing choices. Yeah. So you, you got paint on your boots, which they're work boots. They're like, work boots, and the paint, most of it came off. Ruined a sweatshirt.
0: Sweatshirt's ruined. Boots are fine. They still work. They're still boots.
1: Yeah.
0: They're dirty. I, I went and rubbed them around in the mud. In the Well, mud, I'll call it mud. I went and rubbed them around nice. in the mud, and now it's all, you know, you can't see any white paint on them. So.
1: And no. a pair of jeans. Like, I know you have other paint clothes. It's not the first time you've painted. I don't know. I hate painting. I, I don't know I know, why. but you shouldn't ruin a whole entire
0: wardrobe. I did not expect the Wagner Power Painter to not shut but off.
1: But, I, I mean, you can't... You Nobody can paint and not get a drop of paint on you. Like, it never happens. Would have so. it looked weirder
0: in the, in the video if I was, like, wearing, like, one of those full-body, like, like overall suits, you know, kind of thing. That's
1: what you should have just put on.
0: People would have been like, who's that guy? At least, Then like, I could have had anybody go in and do the painting. We could put a mask on him. Oh, yeah. Pff, nobody would have known at who least least doing
1: it. Take off your brand Pants. your branded content sweatshirt, <laughs> and you know ruin a ten dollar t shirt rather than your sweatshirt. Well, I don't know. It, now it, we had to get you a new sweatshirt. I
0: know we had to buy a new sweatshirt, but uh, and
1: I had to get one too. Like I got bleach on mine, so like I get it. What? But like I still wear mine. You can't wear that sweatshirt. That is not.
0: I did. We did have some people offer uh, to buy the paint covered sweatshirt already.
1: It's so I was gross. Like, I'll give it to you. I it needs washed. Them. It stinks. I picked it up off the floor today, and like dirt fell out of it. Well, yeah, huh?
0: <laughs> It's a working sweatshirt, I know. I, I, but it is like that paint on there made it all like stiff and, and and nasty. But yeah, I thought that was funny when people were like, "Well, wait a minute. There's no, they, just you know." Uh, no and paint like on when the you came
1: in the house, there's... I was like, "You better have taken off your hat."
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing my hat. I mean, I, I think it got a little bit of paint on it, but I mean, it came right off. So like. A drop or two, you know, like hit it, and I was just able to pick it off and flick it. Uh,
1: Those hats are three hundred dollars. Like, you don't be painting in a three hundred dollar hat. I
0: have to wear the uniform, right? No. I mean, this is the thing that. Then uh, you
1: need to get one of those hat condoms.
0: Oh, those are ridiculous. I have one. I I should wear it it one (laughs) day. It looks ridiculous. You just need to dress
1: appropriately. So next time you paint.
0: Next time I paint, you're helping me. And we're not going to video it because I'm not going to make somebody watch us paint that room again. I know, so I have to paint it again. We have to paint it again with the regular you're paint. You're going
1: to have to, like, show something of it. People are going to be like, well, what about the paint?
0: I'll be like, I put paint on. Go back and watch the other video. That's how it works. You roll it on. That's, you know, that's that's the main reason, like, in that video. And, and you know... <laughs> the, the, the YouTube thing I mean obviously it is what we're doing and stuff like that but I went and got that that power roller because I wanted to have a test or something why are you shaking your head I get just
1: irritated by how much it costs and that it doesn't work well I'll take it back I mean it's going to get thrown back on the counter
0: so I don't know if they'll take don't it back I they're going to take it back it's covered in paint did you clean it no there's no way to clean it because the dang thing won't, it like sprays paint out so um, <laughs> yeah unless I would I like hit it with the pressure washers so I, can, can I put it in your dishwasher See, But you can
1: go. bring it in the house and clean out the paint.
0: <laughs> so, um, but yeah, like I... So we get know,
1: our $80 back uh, or whatever it costs. I was going to make a
0: video about a bird or something just flew by the camera. Did you see that? No. Because um,
1: it's, it's over here and we're supposed to be looking at the camera, not sorry, the monitor. you're right.
0: Monitor's over here. <laughs> camera's over there. But I did see something fly by. Um, there was... Uh, um, you know, I needed to do something in the video. I couldn't just have a video about me painting a room. That's like, who wants to watch a guy paint a room, right? So testing... I mean, these,
1: there's lots of videos like that on YouTube. Well, yeah, but that's not me. I'm not going to make... I'm,
0: this is just silly. So I figured, um, you know, make a video about testing some sort of thing. And I've never had luck with those power painters at all.
1: This is why, like, but my frustration Technology
0: changes, right? Things get better. If you don't go back and check it out every once in a while, you might, you might be missing the, the best thing since sliced bread.
1: My problem with it is like okay, it's overpriced, obviously, and it doesn't work, so that's frustrating. And no fault to you, but you just love those gimmicky things. Like you love to spend money on those gimmicky things. And I'm like, let's just get a cheap brush and an appropriate roller cover and call it a day. Okay?
0: You weren't there helping me either. You did not <laughs> no. get a bit of bit of paint on you. I was so. doing
1: other stuff. I was. In you the are house. gonna help me paint
0: it when we paint it again, no. right? No. I don't know. <sighs> Depends on your I'm room. Doing. It's Depend- your grow room, yeah, right? Yeah, but
1: it's not like I'm just like sitting around not doing anything. I know, but I got my own stuff going on, man. So
0: do I. <laughs> I have to rearrange <laughs> to make a grow room. I mean, it is—it is what it is. I'm but
1: providing content. You are. <laughs> yeah.
0: You're here making. You're this. providing content <laughs> by giving me things to do. There you go. Just in case. Just in case you're bored. Here you go. Here's something. I mean,
1: the whole reason that we're moving the grow room is, you know, we start. I start all my seedlings down in the basement, mm-hmm. um, and then this year with the expansion of Edible Prairie Project, like we're starting more seedlings. Um, so I'm doing all the seedlings starting for EPP, and um, we're doing garden kits this year for SNAP. What is a garden kit? So uh, it's gonna be it's for SNAP and WIC clients, and it's free. They get um, a garden kit that's gonna include probably about like a half dozen like um, started plants, like tomatoes, cabbage, broccoli. Um, they're going to get a bunch of different seeds, some tools, maybe some gloves, and um, tomato cages. Oh, cool. And they're going to, if they're on SNAP or on Wick, they will receive that for free. We're doing 25 of them, so I need 25 times 6 more plants. So I just need more space. And, like, starting everything in the basement has worked great for, like, our needs, which is the more... Stuff for the tunnel. Yeah, the for the tunnel stuff. and for the gardens and stuff, which is obviously more than, like, the normal person ever needs, like nobody needs 300 tomatoes, but that's typically what I start every year. Um, and so I just need more space. But the big thing with downstairs in the basement is we don't have, the basement's not finished. And mm-hmm. so like we have water like stubbed in for when we do finish it, but there's no running water down there. And every year we're like, we're gonna put in a utility sink because it's stubbed in the, in the utility room <laughs> where the furnace is at and stuff yeah. that, uh, that we'll have, we put a sink, we put, we plan for a sink we're cool looking at the monitor.
0: <laughs> I'm looking at you. you know, actually, I was looking at the time.
1: Um, so we uh, always say we're going to get a sink down there for me by next growing season, and mm-hmm. it doesn't happen. It never
0: happens. But the plan is, so if we can get you moved into that room, obviously there will be a sink. There will be hot water. Mm-hmm. And then we're also going to put another sink out in the shop.
1: Yeah, Because you.
0: obviously once we're doing the grow room thing, you can't be, like, traipsing in and out of there all the time,
1: right? Yeah, so I want... I it, want it's not, like,
0: a clean room. It's not anymore. a clean
1: room, but at the same time, like, we are growing food and stuff, so, like, I need to keep it, you know, like, I don't want you coming in there, like, with manure on you, which you know, like if you pull a calf, like you're gonna come in dirty and like, I don't wanna have particles of poo flying around. Um, The main thing is, is it's not so much a concern for like tomatoes, right? Because they don't have fruit on them or anything like while they're in the grow room, but I am growing microgreens. Mm -hmm. And so we do not want any, I don't want any like air contamination or splatter contamination from the microgreens, on the microgreens. And I'll place them far away from the sink, but like, yeah, we're trying to keep the manure and stuff out of that. (laughs) that room um and it'll it'll make so many things nice like hauling all the dirt and the plants and the trays and stuff up and down on the basement like now that's eliminated Mm -hmm. i can just pull the gator right next to the kitchen open the door take everything out the kitchen anymore room yeah um and then right now it's the white room you know less hauling stuff around which is always nice to not have to move stuff up and down the stairs and water will be super nice water
0: is always good
1: (laughs) and uh yeah, there's, uh, we're starting with two shelves, which you guys will see once they come in. And yeah, we have the- stuff
0: coming today, actually, for it. Cool. I think the lights are supposed to be here and something else.
1: There'll be plenty of room for more shelves and stuff. And it also gets all my, like, my trays and my pots are all down in the basement. And I also, like, when I wash them, I use our utility sink in the house, and it gets that separation. Like, all that stuff can stay in the grow room and... We have a nice big sink so i don't have to drag stuff into our house like sometimes i even wash stuff in the bathtub (laughs) so or
0: or in the kitchen sink because you're doing you know yeah in the
1: kitchen sink or in the the laundry plugs
0: or whatever you're always doing in the kitchen sink
1: so be nice to have that mess like not in our house anymore so
0: Speaking of mess in the house uh, behind us here, this is actually the webcam. Uh, you can watch this at ourwhelminglife.com. and uh, these are the cows. They're out there eating breakfast, and they get to join us uh, this morning for the podcast. So I can't see any 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 famous cows out there. Is uh, let's see, the monitor's over cows. here, so I got to look like I can't. I ruined the illusion. Uh, blonde cow? No, I don't see her anywhere. I don't know where she's at, but she she might be behind me. I can't see them. Oh it's well, they're back there. They'll wander through. You'll see. Uh, you'll see cows moving around. They'll start coming into water too here.
1: Hmm. Before yeah, too and they'll long, start making their little assembly line. Okay. Yeah,
0: start working their way towards water. Uh, <laughs> they eat for about an hour.
1: <clears throat> an hour. What and was then, that? I don't know. It's
0: like a frog jumped out. Uh, it
1: jumped right in my face. Uh, they eat for about an hour or so, and then they start to go. Yeah, like,
0: then they'll come in for water, and then they'll go back out, and they just kind of work their way back and forth, and they'll go eat some snow and do whatever it is they do. And,
1: yeah, and they go paw around on the ground a little bit once the hay's all cleaned up but.
0: yeah it we've had snow the last couple days so it's been uh every morning we wake up it's it's covered in <laughs> snow roads are crap this morning oh, they're you awful. took Lincoln to school this morning and the roads were bad
1: you were going to go get more beef jerky but we said you need to wait yeah, just a little yeah, it's so. going to warm up and and the sun's trying to peak out a little bit mm-hmm. on the monitor it doesn't look like it but <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's i think we're supposed to have partly sunny and above freezing so the roads will melt
0: That'll help. And then I'm yeah. going to go over and get more beef jerky, which is mm-hmm. going like going like hotcakes. Which the, has been uh,
1: shoved over there.
0: <laughs> yeah, this table uh, has <laughs> we're been.
1: We're so out of room. Like, I don't know how all this happened. We need
0: happened. to finish. we saw more of the, if you remember when we finished out this room, which obviously it looks like we're outside, but um, this room is the, uh, became our office and studio, and the live stream studio is right over here, and here's our podcast studio, and then over there is our office. Mm-hmm. So it's like a. A big room that's separated into three parts and this, there's no walls and there's no walls yeah and this middle part which is our podcast studio has been also used as a packing house uh, yeah. for, for jerky for jerky and, and getting the stuff shipped out so there's uh, literally boxes of jerky sitting just over there, over there. Um, but we're going to get more and so we'll get that back on the website and we're having uh, we have more muscle jerky on the way Mm-hmm. And more beef sticks. So let's do this once again. Explain the difference between muscle jerky and yeah. a beef stick. And so form. you're
1: gonna do a whole video about jerky and kind of explain all of this like more in depth and right. stuff and, and we have a good idea for a jerky video um, that will be educational and entertaining and not just a giant sales pitch although we do appreciate of course you guys everybody that has bought it jerky has to be, the
0: weird thing with jerky is like if we don't mention it it just sits here yeah and as soon as I mention it in a the video then then it sells tons of like orders. crazy we get tens of orders and then obviously we have a ton of money wrapped up into beef jerky so that we, we can we have give, to sell it so we have to sell it
1: please so. forgive us for continuing to be like beef jerky on Every the once website while we just have to
0: remind people hey there's beef jerky and then they go oh yeah there's beef jerky because nobody yeah. nobody's going to check the website every day going hey uh, what's on here today you know no. unless they're coming for the the webcam i guess but maybe we should put something on the webcam every once in a while it pops up and says
1: buy jerky yeah, buy jerky
0: see these cows buy some of their <laughs> jerky
1: um so yeah we have two different types of jerky um we have muscle jerky which is um made from the round cuts round What is it called? I mean, like, your top round, round, your bottom round. um, It's where your cube steak comes from. And I think occasionally they can use rump roast, depending on the cow. So you want long, lean parts of uh, muscle that have... Very minimal fat in it, and they cut it into strips, and it's dried, and so that's muscle jerky. And then we have beef sticks, which are, um, I think on the label it says chopped and formed. So that comes from, that's what it says. <laughs> it comes from the remainder of the cow, um, and it comes from like the more fatty parts, and so everything is just deboned and, um, and grinded up. ground up like hamburger, and then um, formed into like a flat.
0: It goes through an extruder. Yeah, it's put which through, which then a- makes the sticks.
1: Yeah. And then they're cut or yeah, it's done through a stick extruder. I haven't actually seen it be made. Roger has said that we can come over. Who's got time for that? Yeah. Yeah. So they're very uniform in thickness and then shape and stuff. And so, yeah, maybe it is just pressed through an extruder. I don't really know. Um, and then it's, it's seasoned and flavored and, and dehydrated. Now the that. muscle
0: jerky seems to be more popular, but that might just because you get you get a lot less muscle jerky yeah. out of a cow. So right? it's just
1: so. like a ribeye, you know, and, and bacon on pigs. Like everybody, that's always what we sell out of. First is ribeyes and bacon, and people get kind of frustrated that I can't keep those things in stock all the time. And and I I agree. Like I, if I could have ribeyes 365 days a year, I could sell ribeyes 365 days a year, which great. That's, yeah,
0: but you can't have a whole a whole cow that's made out of ribeye. No,
1: so muscle jerky is. A disproportionately small portion of the animal compared to like chuck, and you cannot make muscle jerky out of chuck because it's too fatty, mm-hmm. which makes it good for other things, just not good for for jerky.
0: Do you so. have a preference? Which one you like better?
1: Mm.
0: I kind of like the beef sticks better.
1: Yeah, you don't like chewy things. Yeah, well, and but, okay, it's so it's still like, chewy. It's, it's not still like
0: chewy, but yeah. like you get like the original recipe. Can I I use that as KFC? going to sue us if I say original recipe? Um, You get the original beef jerky, right? That's more like a, it's a traditional tough beef jerky. You have to chew on it for a while, you know, kind of thing.
1: Yeah. But the
0: teriyaki, it's got, it's it's more soft.
1: Yeah. So the, and Sturgis that's making our jerky, I think they have a very unique style of muscle jerky that like you don't, I don't know that you... I've never had anything We've comparable. We've had a lot of people say,
0: I've never had anything like this in my life. But I think it's more of a traditional muscle jerky than a... Than a- gas station jerky
1: yeah so even like Alberto's and like i mean some jack links and all that stuff like i think to most extent like that stuff is kind of like the chopped and formed right stuff. that's
0: not muscle jerky
1: no right it's so not muscle jerky
0: is more of a traditional jerky
1: i i think so we're gonna and i can
0: see where they don't have it because it costs so much to make
1: it's so expensive right In it's muscle it's jerky so and you get expensive. so little so i mean all probably, the jerky they're probably just
0: grinding everything and making it into the, but they don't call it chopped and formed or whatever. I just it. jerky. It's a weird term. It's Make, still jerky. It's still jerky, but it's different. Yeah. So this is traditional. I muscle think. jerky is a traditional jerky. I think it is.
1: We're I, gonna know. do some research on the history of jerky. Yeah. And throw it in that jerky video. Um,
0: I do like the beef sticks though, and they're handy. Like, and you seem to, you know, you just, you know, you just chomp on them as you go down the road or whatever. And I like them so. They're all the same price too, so I guess it doesn't really matter. No, whatever it's all depend- the same price. You like. They
1: don't. Sturgis just doesn't charge us any differently for what they're making, and it is expensive.
0: <laughs> it, is, it is pricey <laughs> to make cheese.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it is quite spendy. Um, and just the yield, like that's something really interesting too. Do you want me to talk about how the yield works? Sure. Why not? Okay. So, so you a take- cow
0: weighs a thousand pounds.
1: Sure, go with that for, like, simple math. It's, it's easy for math, yeah. Typically, a cow's 12 or 1,300 pounds. Okay, so live weight to hanging weight is, you lose, is about 60%. So what you, is
0: hanging weight?
1: Hanging weight is that... You're um, play dumb. <laughs> what is, a cow? What, what is, is this, a cow? what is this
0: cow creature you speak of? <laughs> Never heard
1: uh, of it. So hanging weight is that it has been, um, essentially, the internal organs have been removed, and some other vital parts that are not part of the finished product are gone. They took the head off? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's really hard to I don't wanna <laughs> trigger warning, I guess. I they don't know. <laughs> la 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 yeah. la la So uh, some of the, the vital parts that are necessary when they're living have <laughs> been removed.
0: Like the feet.
1: Yeah. some of the, yeah, And it's hanging. And so um, beef needs to age for two weeks, two to three weeks. Beef will hang and they'll age. You lose a lot of moisture content and that enhances the flavor. That's the hanging weight. So that's the hanging weight. Okay. So you go from a thousand pounds down to your down to 600 pounds. You lose 40 percent.
0: OK, but now you still have the bone.
1: All the bone and stuff meat, is still in there that other stuff. all the sinew everything is still yes it's a it's a whole animal still okay keep going so uh you're at 600 pounds okay so then to get to boneless weight because for jerky we obviously don't need any more bones you're going to lose another 40 percent. okay so
0: do i need a calculator
1: <laughs> no so you're going to be a little bit over 300 pounds okay and then well
0: no no a little under 300 pounds you have 600 pounds, so you're taking, you want, you are gonna have 40% of that left, so you're gonna be no, down. No, you're,
1: you're gonna lose 40%. Well, oh, you're gonna
0: lose, so, okay.
1: So you have 60%. So you're about 350 pounds. <coughs>
0: Excuse me. About you three, want me to do the math while no. you're talking?
1: 350 pounds is about where you're gonna end up. I've done okay. this about a million times. Okay, So and now you have
0: 350 pounds of
1: meat. Boneless meat. Boneless and it still meat. has fat and stuff, and well, they trim all the fat and stuff, so it depends on how much fat they trim out mm-hmm. um, in that process. And so that all gets ground. They can't
0: hear you back there, can they? I mean, this might be disturbing
1: for the me. cows I don't think so <laughs> so and then um, when we dry jerky you go from say your wet weights say just 100 pounds of wet weight which you end up with more than that out of a whole cow but wet weight of 100 pounds your dried jerky weight is typically 33 to 38 percent of your
0: boneless weight wet weight okay what the hell's wet weight I, I got weight. lost somewhere in it's those.
1: boneless okay. your boneless wet weight
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> you changed gears on me and i was He's like now what are we talking about okay so you have boneless so you're 350 pounds boneless
1: yeah and okay. then you're gonna your finished dried jerky yield is about 33 to 38 percent of your okay, wet so you,
0: so you have 30 350 pounds
1: yeah
0: hold on can i make my phone work
1: You're going to end up with about 100 pounds of jerky.
0: Times 35. Yeah. 122 pounds
1: Mm -hmm. of of jerky. Out of a whole entire cow.
0: Okay. How much of that is muscle jerky and how much of it is beef stick jerky?
1: About a third of it's going to be muscle jerky compared to about two thirds of flat sticks.
0: This is before it's even dried now.
1: No, no, no. That's your dried. That's 100. Oh, this
0: is dried weight. Yeah, that's your dried weight. So a third of this is muscle jerky.
1: Approximately.
0: Okay. So 40 pounds Mm -hmm. of muscle jerky out of that entire cow. Mm -hmm. And then... um,
1: 70 pounds, 80 pounds. 80 pounds
0: is the... Flat sticks. Flat sticks.
1: And so a lot of your dried weight, obviously, like, you're dehydrating it, so you lose a lot of moisture. But then it depends on what seasonings, what flavorings and stuff that you put on it. So, like, teriyaki is a wet seasoning. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then... Like a teriyaki flavor will have more you'll get a little bit higher yield because of that moisture um, in the seasoning. Whereas heavier. like peppered is a dry seasoning. so and then they control like how far down they dry it. so like a teriyaki probably has to be dried longer than like a peppered.
0: so how how much jerky am I picking up today? do you know? I don't know. Okay, I never got a call back yesterday. I called. I
1: know and there's asked. at least eight boxes.
0: Whatever that and is. And they
1: were packaging more.
0: Okay. So, so we sold. We sell. We sold out of like the forty pounds of muscle jerky in like a day.
1: About forty-eight hours. About forty-eight yeah.
0: hours. The the beef sticks are holding on a little bit longer, mm-hmm. but there is stuff that we've sold out of. Yeah. And part of that is because we're we're, we're making new flavors too. Yes. So we have. Sorry, this is going down a beef jerky rabbit hole, but now I want to talk about, like, the, the flavors that we're doing. We, we we originally, we always did original teriyaki and peppered.
1: Yeah, so, and that was, again, because we didn't have the quantity. Because now we're doing whole animal, like, we have more. We because
0: have, we weren't doing beef sticks before.
1: Yeah, we have more product to play with. And so, obviously, for Sturgis, it's not worth their time to be like, I'm going to make five pounds of barbecue. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, um, Now we can do more flavors. So we've added barbecue, uh, Cajun, and sweet and spicy. And so he did a small batch of those for us, Roger did, and then I... We've been
0: testing. Yeah, so
1: I got we to critique them. We didn't tell people them. they were
0: part of the test group, obviously.
1: They're still all good. Like, if something was good. bad, I would have been like, nope, we can't ship this. But so they just need a little bit of tweaking. Like I
0: think they need more flavor, right? Like, yeah. the barbecue, you can taste the barbecue, but, like, I want to taste the barbecue. Yeah. I want to know it's barbecue. The sweet and spicy one, like, it's a little bit more spicy than it is sweet.
1: Sweet, so we're just trying to balance that. And I wanted, I wanted to make sure... What's the other one? So we used... Um, oh, Cajun. Yeah, so Cajun. And so like it was the sweet and spicy, like Roger told me what he was gonna use for the sweet and then like the spicy and I just said, do the spicy and like double it because I it drives me crazy when spicy stuff isn't spicy and it mm-hmm. says spicy. So I was like, I really want to make sure the spice comes through. So now we just got to balance Now we got sweet. too much
0: spice. We need more sweet. So somebody probably got the sweet and spicy and they were probably saying the same thing. Well, this isn't yeah. sweet at all. But it's it is It good. is a process of just trying to figure out yeah. how it works.
1: And then the Cajun, again, just needs like a little kick more of flavor, but not like salt content is good. So I was like, I don't want more salt. <laughs> so it's just it essentially like... We use um, we use seasonings that Roger, um, he works through like a spice dealer um, and then it's just <laughs> spice dealer. It's basically like taking taking it and then getting it the way that we want it, the flavor profiles that we want, and then like customizing it for what you and I say like this is the level of barbecue that we want Mm -hmm. so
0: and it and I guess I mentioned it during live stream I can mention it here too if you have a a flavor of beef jerky that you would like to see us try we can you know shoot us an email Mm -hmm. uh, mail at ourwhelminglife.com and we'll take a look at it and see if it's something that we might want to do because I think the more flavors we have
1: yeah I think there's a balance yeah you get
0: too many flavors and people are like oh my gosh I'm overwhelmed I can't decide click I'm done yeah um and but you know you can have you know three or four or five six seven eight we're up to
1: six six. (laughs) I think at the most flavors. I would maybe add maybe two more maybe Do you have any thoughts on not right flavors? now no no
0: I'm trying to think you know I like like the honey barbecue more than I like the regular barbecue and uh, um, you get that I'm, I've seen that before um, I'm trying to think of what other flavors of, of beef jerky I've you've
1: seen like a jalapeno I mean so it's basically like I wanted to make sure to hit all like the flavor profiles like you know sweet and spicy and like savory which is just the original and so I wanted to have all of those like
0: God, I'm hungry now. Those
1: different flavor profiles. I, think I had breakfast. I didn't either.
0: Okay, I I skip breakfast. So, uh, all right. So, are we done with beef jerky? Can we move on?
1: Yeah. Thank you guys, though, for no, is, yes, supporting cool. us in this uh, little beef jerky and, and we do all of our endeavor. packing right
0: here literally on this yeah. table, um, which is amazing. Well, the is boxes amazing. sit here. Yeah, and boxes then sit here. And that table over there. And then that <laughs> over there. And we do all of our printing of labels and everything else right here. Uh, every every single order gets a handwritten little note mm-hmm. from Aaron or I.
1: Who's ever um, packing orders. We yeah. sign both names, and people have been like, your signature's the same. Who's ever packing writes the note and yeah, signs Because we
0: don't have time to like, here, you, now you sign yeah. it, now I sign it. So whoever's packing. We're
1: married. You, we can. Sign well, we for can, each other.
0: Yeah, if it's, it's a legally binding document about your beef jerky.
1: But we do really appreciate everybody, um, you know, over the last, oh my gosh, we started this jerky journey back in 2018.
0: It's weird, like, I never thought we'd actually be on the jerky thing. Like, we started with the our own Life thing and obviously doing. Um, the uh, farmers markets and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but then as, you know, and then, and then it was, you know, you need to be able to sell your beef online, why can't you, you know, ship me a T-Bone? And it's ridiculous to ship you a T-Bone because it costs more in shipping than that T-Bone's worth, yeah. sometimes twice as much. So it's like, I feel, and you feel the same way, yeah. that you're fleecing people if I'm like, hey, if you really want to try an Iowa Life T-Bone, I'll send you one, but it's going to cost, what would, well, a what would a T-Bone cost? Like, you know, 14 bucks or something like that for a T-Bone. By the time I send it to you, it's going to cost 50, right? It's totally not worth it. Our our T-bones are good, but they're not that good.
1: No, and like the moral stance of like local food has less of an environmental impact, which like I don't preach about that all the time, but like it is something that I want to, like, practice mm-hmm. to an extent. Like, yes, I still buy avocados in the wintertime, but if we can eat our own meat, like, that reduces our impact on this earth. And, like...
0: You talk about, like, what is it... How many miles are on, like, everything that shows up? In like,
1: 1,500 miles. Yeah. Like, so. average plate of food has 1,500 miles or more. So like, when you eat local, you're making a huge impact. Like, food is tracked, and there's no getting around that except for to eat local and eat seasonally. And it's not that you have to eat everything locally and everything <laughs> I seasonally. Never like, have a banana again. Yeah, like, eat a banana. <laughs> (laughs) I eat an avocado, but you know, eat seasonally and locally as much as possible. So meat, I mean, we all hear about cows contributing to the greenhouse and
0: Other animals do too. That's, besides Yeah, cows, I mean, and yeah.
1: buffalo have and, and dinosaurs have, and so. Oh I'm, my God!
0: Could you imagine a dinosaur fart? <laughs> Holy smokes! I I'm, just, just picture that in my mind.
1: I obviously am not blaming cows for greenhouse gases and carbon could emissions. You imagine but, if, a, if a
0: dinosaur crop dusted you—you you could be in that for like days. days.
1: You could never get out.
0: Like, I gotta go. Oh, jeez.
1: But I do think that like we all could do better about eating. Locally, and it's not just like support your farmer or your rancher, which is a big part of it. But like, there's multiple things that when you eat locally can be beneficial, right? right? And so, and I also want you to support other small local farmers and ranchers, and not just be like, well, our Wyoming life is the best local farmer, small farmer ever. So, so I'm, I'm going to buy everything. Jersey,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. You can go find somebody, and that's what I always tell people. I say go find somebody local, you know. And I've I've even dealt with people in New York City. One guy arguing, he's like, I'm, I cannot find anybody local, and I was like, you can find somebody closer than we are. Yeah. Right. I'm I mean, you may not be able to find some, but honestly, go down, go in New York. I, I should go to New York and wander up and down the streets to see if we can find somebody who's sourcing local beef. Because I guarantee you somebody in New yeah. York City is And good.
1: it's definitely harder in some places than it is here. But there's people, there's people in Gillette, too, that would say, I can't buy local meat. Mm-hmm. Even though it's
0: expensive. It could be. Yeah. I mean, there's a number of different reasons why mm-hmm. you might be in that situation. And nobody's blaming anybody no. for being in that situation. But if you're in a situation where you can afford to buy a different hamburger than the $2 pink slime. Do it. Maybe you should. Yeah, yeah, I mean, why not? It's not—it doesn't hurt anybody, and it actually makes you feel better because you're eating better. Yes, I would hope. Yes, I don't, we should buy some of that pink slime. Oh stuff. God,
1: no, please! Can, we, can you
0: make me a pink slime? I mean, we ate please? McDonald's
1: the other day, so I mean, we. I think McDonald's
0: have... might be better than that pink slime crap. Uh,
1: the tube hamburger. The tube
0: hamburger. yeah, the stuff. I remember having as a kid.
1: Yeah, you no, I squeeze it out. I've eaten plenty like of it toothpaste. in my life too.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna have myself a, uh, a meatloaf, and you squeeze it into the thing. Yeah. And, yeah. It's yummy, yummy, yummy.
1: And there's still think like. Like, I have groceries for bacon in the fridge because we're out of bacon. Grace likes
0: bacon. sausage, sausage.
1: Yeah. small sausage links rather than... Uh, Do we like get sausage
0: link made from our
1: pigs? I don't know. I need to ask. Yeah, that's a good Grace idea. likes the small sausage links rather than, like, I know they make big ones because we have bratwurst. Yeah, true. So, you know, and it's over the years and stuff, like, we've just fine-tuned, like, what we get in cuts and stuff. Like, we haven't bought beef for a long time. I still uh, buy some pork. But. Yeah.
0: Speaking of traveling, going to New York to find beef. We've been traveling. Well, I've been traveling. Mm-hmm. You're traveling this weekend with me. <laughs> We're going to... Uh, We're going
1: together. <laughs> going
0: together to Rifle, Colorado. And and uh, been to Virginia and North Carolina and South Carolina. Yeah,
1: you had quite the um, long trip.
0: Got a chance to go through the Tweels factory at Michelin, uh, which I can't talk about. But it was really cool. Uh, I can't really. I had to sign a it's non-disclosure all like agreement. Yeah, and it's all like proprietary information and it's yeah. like i i could probably say something but how do i know that i say the right thing and i don't get sued because a fortune 500 yeah. company i don't want to hear from their lawyers at all so it's better off just to kind of keep your mouth shut
1: but it's really neat it's a cool
0: process that the you know we talk about I, if you saw the live stream from there and those goofy tires they're called twills um, they take days to make one of those dang things i mean can you say that I just did. So, but yeah, it, it takes a long time to make one of those. I didn't say how much, how many days or minutes or any. You know, I didn't break it, but it takes a long time to make 20, one of those tires.
1: at least 25 hours yeah. to some other hours. <laughs> some other hours added
0: on there. But it does, I mean, they're, they're expensive and they take, you know, the they last a lot longer than a regular tire, obviously, but you're paying for that and you're also paying for the time that it takes to, to build yeah. them. So, I do have a video coming out here eventually. Uh, I'll give you a little sneak preview of this video that we have uh, with the Tweels as they sent me. A set of wheels for the bobcat uh we're gonna put them on and do some tests and stuff with them uh yesterday i was filming for this video because it was supposed to come out on friday and i found out the tweels they sent me do not fit on my bobcat so that kind of put the, the brakes on that whole project um
1: Re- it's nothing if not grouping. reality
0: around here so yeah. that that whole thing you know got slammed into into park for a little while so we're gonna have come a up with a new videos technical
1: to- oh, hiccup technical snafu.
0: Yeah, exactly. So,
1: we'll that, one's, that one's
0: on hold for right now until we can get the right tweels here or something and figure out how to make it work. And uh, so then we go back into regular production. So we've got a new video coming out on Friday. I don't know what that's going to be about. I, w- I, did, I w- did think about doing the beef jerky thing for Friday, but I don't know if I have enough time to put that together. Um, today's Wednesday, so I would you know basically be able to do it tomorrow. Um, footage, I don't have you know film of making jerky, so I would have to
1: Well, you're not making a making jerky video. We have a different idea for. Well,
0: the the history of jerky. History of jerky. But I don't have any video of that either. I mean, I don't know
1: where you're gonna get video of that.
0: I don't know either. Maybe it'll just be me sitting. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe it'll just be me sitting talking about jerky.
1: You had another idea for videos too. Yeah, I do. We had. I I mean, we created a list while we were on break. So.
0: Yeah. Um, So then we're trout. So we're going down to Colorado this weekend, that mm-hmm. is at the Garfield County Ag Expo, which actually we were invited to a couple of years ago. Last and year. Last year, mm-hmm. and we didn't get a chance to go, so we said, yeah, we'd love to come this, this year. And, and uh, we're going to be speaking about uh, high tunnel gardening.
1: Hoop houses.
0: Hoop houses, high tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> and the difference between them. the
1: technical difference bothers me, but there—I mean, essentially, it's the same thing. But there is a there is some technicalities in the difference between a hoop house and a high tunnel. But well, you yeah, need you're some, growing hoop under. house,
0: high tunnel, greenhouse—all those are very interchangeable in people's minds. In
1: people's minds, but yeah, there is there is technicalities between the three. And but I mean, basically, the you're growing under plastic. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm going to talk about growing in, in hoop houses, and we're going to do something together. Have you? Yeah, so that? it's
0: kind of a weird deal. It's a weird day because Aaron speaks in the morning,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then we're the keynote speakers in the afternoon. So it's kind of like we're going to give you a sneak preview of the keynote, I guess, and then because um, you're going to be speaking in the morning.
1: Yeah, but it's not a sneak preview of the keynote. It has to it be something It is you. Different.
0: It's you're the keynote. It's a sneak preview of you. But
1: we're going to talk about something different. I
0: know. But they get to see you. They get to meet you. Well, Hang yeah, out with you. That's- I mean, we're going to be there all day anyway. So if you are in the area, um, you can grab tickets uh, online, Garfield County Ag Expo in Rifle, Colorado. Mm-hmm. And you can get tickets online. And come and hang out with us because I don't know what we're going to do all day. I know there's you know there's other exhibitors and yeah. there's other there's there's uh, um, some, uh, uh, some different speakers I, and stuff like that. So it should be. A I lot talk
1: of fun. at nine, and I think you you're on the you're on the docket too as a presenter in that time. But you can answer technical questions about construction because we always get a ton of those. Oh, true. Yeah. Um, and I can kind of answer them, but. Not I as wasn't well really as
0: planning can. on being there. I was just going. What do you go? do? You
1: just drop me off and be like, No, no, I'll be, I mean, I'll
0: be there. But I wasn't planning on being on stage with you during that. You can just
1: sit in the front row. I can just divert questions to you after my presentation. Oh, there you go. If you if have I just track down.
0: <laughs> He has to be back on stage at four. Just what, make sure well, he's well, back. That's we're on stage then. at one. Oh, really? That early? Huh? One
1: or yeah. Oh, okay. I told. I, told I don't have
0: the. I don't you have it in front of me. Sorry
1: your listening skills the last few days have been, I have a cold we've been struggling I have a cold you were wandering around looking for kids milk cups yesterday and I was like I literally told you where this one was at and where this one was at <laughs>
0: when you have a cold do you ever get that where it like plugs up your ears
1: yeah I get that I understand what you're going yeah. through and stuff but I have a cold you're running around like a crazy person
0: I was on the move I had stuff to do <laughs> Yesterday was a weird day for me. It was very very, very hectic day. Well, and then like, it, like the whole day just when I found out yeah. that the tires didn't fit just like hit the brakes. It was so weird. And then I and then I had to call the guys at Michelin and I was like, hey, uh, got a problem work, here. Yeah. And then they went into like panic mode because they, they, they had been talking about this video coming out on Friday to their people. And that uh, ain't gonna happen. So Do you have a
1: resolution to this problem yet? Uh
0: la 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 la. I don't know. I don't know what the problem. I don't there's no solution. It's just uh, uh, it happens. Kind of yeah,
1: thing. no, thanks. I'm mean, just going to regroup. Yeah. At least you, I'm I'm proud of you for starting the video on Tuesday instead of starting the video on Thursday or Friday morning.
0: <laughs> so. I'm trying to get a video ahead. The problem is we're doing so much traveling right now that it's, it's hard, hard for me to get ahead.
1: But you are maintaining our posting schedule, at least, yeah. which is...
0: Which is what I've always kind of done. I mean, I'm very no, no, really no. Really I mean, we've a
1: struggled a few times. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, things... Life happens. So. And
0: then, uh, let's see, we go... Uh, we're down there next week, and then I'll be uh, in California on the 11th, 12th, and 13th of February. Those include travel days, so I don't know if, how, how much those, the 11th and the 13th, I don't know how much of the day I'm going to be there. But on the 12th, I'll be there at the World Ag Expo, which I wish I would have printed out something about because I really don't know a whole lot about it. But it looks really cool. It's mm-hmm. like a huge uh agricultural expo and i'm going to be there with bcs tractors and where they're going to unveil some very cool uh new tractor actually that's that's uh going to be coming to the market and
1: and not a two-wheel tractor
0: no, no, a four-wheel tractor um, that's going to be coming to the market. So that'll be kind of cool to take a look at. It's it's really not something we would probably ever use here. It's more of a compact type tractor, uh, different applications. I could but see
1: you using it for some of the stuff that I'm doing. I
0: think I think I want to talk to them about it because I think like in the in the market gardening world, I think there is a place for it to be used. Yeah. Like in the high tunnel, it's a very very low. It's a it's a. Well, don't
1: give away all the secrets.
0: I'm not going to give it all away, but it is very interesting to me that it's a small subcompact tractor that has 95 horse. Yeah. So it's a it's it's a beefy little tractor, uh-huh. um, but you sit in it, and, like, it is the size of this chair. It's
1: like a car. Yeah, it's
0: thing. tiny. Yeah. Um, it'll it, be
1: interesting to see it. Like, obviously, we've seen some videos of it and stuff, and it's not its not a completely new tractor. It's new to the United States, yes, kind of. Yeah. Um, and so there's there's stuff that's out there on YouTube, and, and you watched it, and, and I watched it with you. And, and it is weird. It'll be interesting to see it. Like, obviously, we saw it next to people, but it'll be... I think, I think
0: in the, in the market gardening, it's a dual articulated tractor, which means it has steering with the front tires, but it's also a versatile tractor, so it also has the, the pivot in the middle of the, of the thing, so the damn thing can turn mm-hmm. like on a dime. Like you go, mm-hmm. you hit the end of a row, yeah. and it's it's made for like orchards and stuff Vineyard, like that. It's and an orchards. So you hit the end of a row, and it goes, <laughs> it just goes right back the other yeah, direction. Yeah,
1: no, I think there could be some really cool like right away. It was like the high tunnel. We could, you could put. Yeah, that in and the high it is tunnel.
0: low profile. I thought, I kind of forgot about that. I should talk to him about that because uh, I think that would be a cool application to see it. Um, of course, then, you know, we have the BCS two-wheel tractor, so you basically made your two-wheel tractor obsolete.
1: No, I mean, because there's other stuff that they do with the two-wheel tractor, with the BCS.
0: I wonder if the BCS implements will attach to this tractor. <laughs> I mean, I know they're small, but <laughs> it'd be kind of cool if they did. I mean, they're, you know, same brand, you think, you know, maybe. Who knows?
1: I think you need a wider profile tiller.
0: A wider profile tiller? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then,
1: Then what would go on the, you know, then my 30-inch
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, uh, yeah, the World Ag Expo, that's in uh, Tulare, California, the 13th, 11th, 12th, and 13th. I'll be there on the 12th for a full day. Uh, also, uh, some other friends of ours, Aeroquip is going to be there Um
1: an uh, dealer will be there. Yeah, right? an
0: Arrowquip dealer will be there. Michelin, Michelin, I don't think is going to be there with their Tweels this year. Uh, they told me they weren't going to be there, but I'll be floating around and hanging out at the BCS booth. So if you are uh, in that area and you'd like to come down, I think tickets are like fifteen bucks a piece or something like that to get into the expo. And and it's apparently it's huge. It's it's it's. Ginormous. Yeah, I'm kind
1: of jealous. I can't go, but I'll and then they stay also home also do the, the other Coast. thing. This,
0: we, we we have to get you there next year because they do. Uh, like farm tours and stuff yeah, like I'm that, totally leave that leave from the Ag Expo and you go to this farm and you go tour a vineyard or whatever. Uh, I'm
1: not super into grapes, but like I'd go. See. There's other
0: farms, there's like dairy farms you go through and yeah, stuff like that. that. That would be kind of cool. So, so that stuff. So we've got that coming up um, and then uh, still trying to keep up with the videos and, and stay um, current with our And then lions. you kind of have to
1: quit the travel for a while, come calving. So, yeah, once
0: calving starts, I kind of, you know, obviously can't go anywhere.
1: I have forbid it
0: forbade is it forbidden for bet is it forbid is it for-bad? forbade Forbated? Forbade? forbade no that doesn't sound right that's a made-up word forbade forbidden forbaded no
1: i'm not allowing you to travel during and calving <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't want to take care of calving for me. no
1: uh i can feed the cows for a day or so like that's fine but no i don't want to calve yeah. Plus, I got my own crap to do, man. I
0: know, right? Why does everything always happen at the same uh, time? I had uh, I, the last herd report we sent out. I was talking about, you know, we, we start calving. We have our first calf is due right around April first, and uh, kind of thinking of a way to do a pool.
1: You talking about it in live stream, not the herd report. I said it
0: in the herd report too, but oh. you didn't read that part. No, I scanned it. <laughs> so uh, I, anyway, I got an e- email back for somebody. That was that said, three
1: you know, days ago. I have moved on.
0: <laughs> somebody was like, you know, why don't you, uh, why do you calve in April? Why do you calve so late? Like, we're calving already in, in Texas. And I was like, it's
1: Texas because, because you're in
0: Texas, like it's you know, but everything does seem to start here. You know, we calve, you're getting gardens up and rolling, actually, you're harvesting by that time, really, if you're in the high tunnel, probably, right?
1: Maybe some some spinach will okay, be coming that's, out. That's yeah.
0: something, yeah. So, like, yeah, everything here just kind of you, you we, as soon as we can work. You're, you're going. Yeah,
1: I've got stuff planted.
0: Yeah, we're and making like, the cows work.
1: but Next week or so, depending on weather, like I'll start direct seeding into the high tunnel. So we've got I've got the spring high tunnel cleaned out and ready to go. I've got to get the summer high tunnel, still needs a lot of work. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we're I'm prepping soil and got seedlings started and have a schedule of when I need to plant stuff. Um, with edible prairie project we're doing a spring greens uh veggie basket and so like i have specific dates that we need to harvest so like i had to like reverse engineer the math and account for shorter days and like gosh i hope i got it figured out
0: (laughs) i hope i have that right
1: uh so there's um i enjoy the challenge of gardening obviously in the off season like this is not typically like nobody is starting plants unless you're underneath plastic um until may in all reality and so uh, we are planning on having spring gra- greens every week in the month of May. So there's a lot of pressure here that can I make this work? Yes, I think I can. I have harvested plenty of crops in in April and May for the last few years. So, like, I th- I've done it. I think I can do it. But it is a lot of pressure. Like, I hope I don't screw it up.
0: <laughs> all that timing involved, that's for sure. It,
1: it's a lot of timing, and that's where it's tricky. And, like, I always had to deal with it with farmer's market, and I was shooting for one day. And so, like, I started a bunch of stuff for myself the other day for Farmstar, which is great, because, like, I just, I start it, I put it out in the high tunnel, like, I'll harvest it whenever it's ready. Hey, you run
0: out of carrots, you go get more I carrots. go get
1: more, yeah. right? Like, oh, when people come in and say, do you have lettuce? No, but I'm I'm about a week out or two weeks out. Like, I can, you know, once we get going, I can tell, like, when, when it's going to be mature and stuff, but with, with these veggie baskets, like. I've got four dates that people are expecting veggie baskets, so I've got to nail it. So, hmm. yeah, I mean, I think it'll. I think I'm on schedule. It just, I mean, and obviously weather becomes a huge, I can't predict what the weather's going to do, but the main key is that we have to get more than 10 hours of daylight, and next week we surpass 10 hours of daylight, so things start to, to grow again. So we can, I can direct seed spinach and radishes, and we're back in the produce business. Hell yeah. In... 45 days or so (laughs) we're back in the produce business
0: talk about how (laughs) timing and then you wait okay now we just sit back and wait and that's the same thing we're doing you know we wait for calves to be born we wait for hay to be ready we wait for it all uh somebody else always sets our schedule so good job trying to set your own though we'll see how that works out
1: i know it's scary We'll see. Well, right. I mean I'll have spinach. And that's in the part of the reason why we're doing the grow room and stuff too is the microgreens because micro like greens, I yeah. can have microgreens. I can those are much easier to control the timetable on, so
0: I wanna try the hydroponic things. We're gonna try that. We're gonna to try to build some hydroponic stuff out of P V C and see what we can
1: put yeah. together. And, I might honestly like wait till February or till fall.
0: No, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna try it. I wanna do it.
1: It's so complicated.
0: I'll figure it out. The building of it. You don't have to pretend I'm just painting the room.
1: The building of it is easy. I'll just do it myself. It's the growing that's going to be tricky. Right. And there'll be a lot of trial and error.
0: Yeah. That's okay. I'm down there all the time anyway.
1: I expect to fail at the hydroponics. I mean, like, that's just part of the learning curve. You're going to screw up. Yeah. You really want me to grow some strawberries, which I'm down for growing some strawberries, but I was like, let's grow some lettuce first.
0: <laughs> you were No, first you were like, let's grow some kale. I was like, no, we ain't growing no kale. Kale grows
1: really well in hydroponic towers. It grows
0: really well everywhere here. I
1: know, but it's... An, you can't
0: kill it. The deer can't kill it.
1: It's just an easy test crop, and you have to have some like winds underneath you before you like move on to strawberries. Which are a little finickier. Finickier. Fin- <laughs> You're making up words, all kind of words today. Finic- <laughs> strawberries are more difficult.
0: Finick. <laughs> <laughs> finick.
1: Finickier. Finickier.
0: More finick. No. I don't know. That's goofy. All right. Let's hang it up before we get ourselves in too much trouble here. Uh,
1: Lincoln woke me up so many times last night.
0: <laughs> he was bad. Uh, so tired. So coming up, uh, you have, do you have any videos planned uh, for... <laughs> We do have our twill video on the way. That will come eventually. Uh, the history of, of uh, beef jerky will be there. Uh, we have two down. so. Uh,
1: I, had, um, I thought about doing a high tunnel, like Q&A, because you had a lot of questions about the high tunnel, like at your meet and greet that yes. like you did in North Carolina.
0: Um, yeah, a lot of questions about the building of it.
1: Yeah, see, it's not know. so much the growing. It's more the construction of it. But, um, yeah, I mean, I probably need to do, like, a spring... A spring Recap. video. Aaron's
0: still here, just to let everybody know.
1: I don't show up on the Owl Channel very much anywhere. That's okay.
0: I try to squeeze you in. You were in the you were in the oh. painting video. You I was know. in the
1: calf video, selling calves.
0: You were, yeah.
1: I got crap going on. I'm so why?
0: I. I just have to. I just build the videos into my crap. I know. Really.
1: The it nonprofit's is. taking a lot of my time.
0: It is. I've got to get you an employee.
1: We need land. It's <laughs> the biggest obstacle the we have. The nonprofit needs land. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> And he's like, well, you got all this land. It's like you got to have some sort of separation, too. I need some too, separation. So,
1: yeah. uh, for conflict of interest with the IRS, I need separation. <laughs> That's
0: for sure. sure. <laughs> all right, looks like uh, breakfast is getting done down there. This cow, where's she at? This one right there. You can see she's getting ready to leave. Nope. So, nope. nope, maybe not. Okay, maybe this one. This one there back here. Go. There we go. Get out of here. Boop, boop, boop. Go
1: go go go! Get, get, get. get I have
0: a new. No, wait a minute! I'm pushing her out. Go
1: go go!
0: Get man! I wish it was that easy to move cows. All right, what were you gonna say?
1: I have a new plan for how I'm making my raised beds for the and high play tunnel. Play with
0: this all day. <laughs> cows.
1: Move cows. Here's we get jerky. Oh yeah. Then you can play with cow in a different way. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, what's your plan?
1: I was I, I, trying to explain to you last night how I want to make the raised beds in the high tunnel, because I have a different oh, concept. Oh, don't start that
0: now, because but you're going to confuse I You did not of, understand, understand it at all. You're going to confuse tens of people.
1: If that works, we need to make a video about that, because I think it is revolutionary, okay? Like, I think you're it's...
0: you such a nerd. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Gardening nerd. But I was trying to explain I, it to I'm you. i moving dirt. And I had a book, and I was trying to explain it to you, and I was like, you go pew, 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 and then we had to go get... We save coffee grounds because I put them in the compost because they're a good nitrogen source. So we had to go get the coffee grounds out from underneath the sink and it's in a, a rectangle or shape <laughs> container. And I was trying to throw you, the dirt's going to go this way. And so you're like, huh? <laughs> it's going to be amazing, though. It,
0: gosh, take my word for it. It is changing the world.
1: I think it is. Yeah. It's going to change my high tunnel.
0: Speaking of change, I
1: think it solves so many of my problems that I that I had. You think? I do.
0: We'll make it happen, Captain. All right, guys. Thank you very much for hanging out with us once again today here on Beyond the Ranch. Uh, obviously, a video podcast. If you're listening to the audio version of this, you can watch it on YouTube on the Beyond the Ranch channel. If you're there, make sure you subscribe and uh, catch us every Sunday uh, for our uh, live stream that takes place on the Beyond the Ranch channel as well. Except for this Sunday because we're going to switch that up. Uh, we had a poll that was on the community play, uh, community tab about when to do the live stream this weekend because of Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually we do our live stream at 6 o'clock Mountain Time. That's the new time, yeah. That's the new time. But that would be right in the middle of a, a game, right? So we had a poll to see when we should change it to, and overwhelmingly it came up to be about noon. So a yeah. uh, live stream on Sunday will happen at 12 o'clock Mountain, mountain Time. Uh, and uh, before the even... It's the pregame to the pregame. And uh, you can hang out with us hang out with us there on the Beyond the Ranch channel as well. So anything else going on? A lot on? of
1: people said they watch it whenever, but I mean, they're just... I mean, most people watch the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, so. most people watch the commercials. Yeah,
1: and that's awesome. Or I watch all.
0: the commercials yeah. anyway. So, anyway, that's it for today. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. Be sure to subscribe, follow along as we continue to explore the ranch life and escape the ordinary everywhere, including right here on Beyond the Ranch. That's-
1: Aaron and Mike bring you into their world. It's not just chickens and the Angus herd. So take off your boots, relax, and go Beyond the ranch.